Welcome to the Semicolon Club podcast. Funny name, serious podcast. In each episode, we focus on topics relevant to those living with colon cancer. It is our goal to inspire and encourage you during your fight and to provide hope throughout your journey. The show is not just for patients, but for survivors, caregivers, family, and friends as you navigate this journey together. Stay tuned. Today, we are so excited to welcome Dr. Joanne Rossman, an oncologist here in the Birmingham area, to our podcast. Joanne, welcome. Hello, Jackie. So nice to have you with us today. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your background, areas of study, and just a little more about yourself. Okay. So I'm Joanne Rossman. I was born actually in Los Angeles and raised in Atlanta. So um, went to a couple of colleges, finished Georgia Tech, Georgia State, Medical College of Georgia, finished my medical degree at Medical College of Georgia, and then went on to um, enjoy the UAB Residency Fellowship, earned my hematology oncology there, worked as an attending there for a few years before going into private practice. And so now I enjoy working in Bessemer, Alabama as a member of a group and enjoy my patients very much. I've done lung cancer, acute leukemia, and several other sub-things at UAB, and now I'm just a generalist. Try to do as much I can to take care of people. Tell me, why did you choose oncology? I knew that I wanted to do medicine in high school. Wow. And I knew I wanted to do something with genetics in college. And at the time that I was doing Georgia Tech, one of the Georgia Tech grads had just developed PCR, this technique that we're using to test for COVID virus. Oh, wow. So he he developed that and we started learning about it in the 80s. And so I knew I wanted to do something with DNA. And then I had my master's in virology, but was working with cancer at that time as well. Because cancer as a, as a detached and conceptualized enemy is very unique and it is truly an evolutionary biology type animal that is hard to predict and genetics is basically the, the basis of everything that we are learning now about cancers and so wow. that's why I, I chose this direction. Oncology patients are special and you realize this in residency that they are usually the nicest most um, most agreeable and and thankful and they really are trying to improve their current situation, whereas some other specialties are not so um, driven. So that's yeah. another reason why cancer patients are so unique and wonderful. 
That, you know, that's so true. I've, I've never really heard anybody put it that way, but, um, but you're right. There's a, it's almost a, a humbleness that they're really looking, looking for answers and looking uh, for help. And, and it makes it, you know, very easy to be able to, to work with those folks. Yes. That's, that's wonderful. So, um, well, tell us a little bit about, I would love to hear what message you would convey to someone who is, has received a new diagnosis, um, to, to both the patient and the family members, what, what would the piece of advice you would give to those that may be listening to us today? Okay. So newly diagnosed cancer patients, it doesn't matter what stage you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's always going to be the same. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to have all the feelings that are normal. Just because someone said, well, you don't have to have chemotherapy doesn't mean that you didn't have the diagnosis. Right. And you are allowed to have all of those feelings too. Yes, yes. Because some people say, well, you don't, and it is not true. Yeah, that's true. And and especially with colon cancer, that's a great point. Um, you know, a lot of folks experience colon cancer, and if it's caught early enough, they may be so fortunate as to not have to experience, you know, any chemo or radiation, but they but they still may have a very invasive surgery with a colon resection. And so that's that's wonderful um, advice because I've heard before from colon cancer patients, I've heard them say, oh, well, I haven't been through what everyone else has been through and they discount. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. And it's so scary because the the people who think they're going to have to have chemotherapy, they go through all of the same fears and anticipations Yes. And so it's, it's, it is not fair to discount that situation. And those people that are going to have to do some chemotherapy to keep it from coming back. Yes. There are all new ways to do this. So we used to have to give six months of chemotherapy with a little port that you wore on your side for two days. Yes. And, and now for the ones that are not as aggressive, we know that we can do a pill with an infusion for three months Yes, and have the same results. And so three That's months wonderful. without a pump, there's so many options now. And to ask the, the medical oncologist, not the surgeon, yes. not the radiation doctor, yes. not the primary care, yes. not, not the nurse that you know. But as the medical oncologist, what if you could tell me what the best and quickest way I can be done with this to move on with my life is usually a good way to put it. Yes, yes. That's so wonderful. So are you saying that we shouldn't be going to social media to ask our our medical questions? (laughs) Social media is a great platform. It is. But. Just like every woman, not me, because I don't yes, have kids. Not, no. not me, because I don't have kids. But because every woman who has had a child knows uh-huh. when you are pregnant. Yes. And people can see you're pregnant. 
Yes. No one who comes up to you who tells you their story about being pregnant yes. is happy, joyful, and wonderful. Right? Nobody <laughs> comes up and says, oh, by the way, when I was your month pregnancy, I didn't have any problems at all. Uh-huh. And when I went to deliver, it was so nice and easy. <laughs> and I didn't even notice anything was happening. It was wonderful. Nobody ever said that. That is so true. Why would you think anyone would get on social media and say, oh, it was easy. They're never going to do it. Ever. So all those people, silent majority, stay silent and say, oh, it's so nice that you're pregnant. Or I'm sorry to hear about that. But they're never going to tell you the easy, the good, or be that person that says it's going to be fine because that's not why they're on social media. That is so, that is so true. You know, I, I had, um, I had one of the members of our support group say one time, uh, and he was a very early diagnosis. I believe he had just turned 40 and he said to his doctor, can you tell me about anybody that lived? He said, because every story that I hear is, you know, the, the, the very worst, worst case scenario. He's like, as far as I know, there's no one living from this disease. So, so could right. you tell me the good news? <laughs> so that's, that, that's so, um, that's so true. Um, what would you say is the most important thing to focus on, um, and the questions, I know you already touched on, you know, what's the quickest way I can get, get through this treatment process. Is there anything else that you would encourage patients to ask of their physicians? I know a lot of times people are just in a fog when they get the diagnosis and they don't right. know what to ask or what to do. So you're supposed to remember the basics. And these are the things that I tell my patients my staff, when I would teach residents and fellows, the basics of life. Yes. What you have to be able to do every day, and it sounds so stupid and simple, but it is so (laughs) fundamental. Yes. It's common sense. Yes. Eating, and Jackie's heard this, eating and drinking, Uh peeing and pooping, Right. (laughs) Walking and talking. Yes. And I always forget sleep. But yes, if you're separated, (laughs) you are not doing all of those things. Yes. And you think it might be because of the treatment. Yes. Or the surgery or anything else. Yes. You need to bring that up. That's good advice. I just was on the phone with a family member and the man had stopped eating for three days. Yeah. And was lying to his family. Oh, no. Saying, I'm fine. Yes. (laughs) Be aware that I know you want to protect everybody in the family from what's your going on. Yeah, And you want to hide your feeling sick because you don't want anybody to worry about you. Right. But you need to be up front and say, 
I think I'm feeling a little sick while you're throwing up actively in front of them. Right. So that you can, <laughs> so that you can start to feel better. Yeah. Because we have too many options to make you yeah. feel better. If you try to hide it, you get dehydrated. And then yes. you're not eating. And yes. then all of a sudden you stop pooing because you're dehydrated. Right. And then now we got a problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, that that's very good. Just and you know, not and I know this is so hard for so many people, but just don't be afraid to ask for help. Um and it's not even asking for help. This yeah. is the problem. So yes. the people who are with you. Yes. The people who are around you that yes. love you. Yes. All they want to do is something. Yes. Give yes. them something to do. Give them something to do. That's give right. Them, give them something. <laughs> they might want to go get you an ice cream. You yes. Yes. So exactly. Say, I think I want an ice cream. Yes. <laughs> there yes. are so many things that they want to do because they feel helpless and That's they want right. to help you and they can't. So they need you to tell them something to do. Yes. And don't reprimand for trying to help. Even That's if right. it's annoying. Yes. Even if it's annoying. <laughs> I didn't want the boot. Right. I wanted something else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine say what you want or else they're gonna bring the boost the insure yes that's right those, those products are everywhere and yes. they're great vitamin liquid stuff but it is not yeah. it is not a milkshake that's right that's right it, 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 it doesn't taste quite as good <laughs> <laughs> it oh, is not the yes. malted shop milkshake that you grew up with wanting oh I want yes milkshake. That's, that's right that's right thank you so much for for joining us and and sharing is there anything um, as we wrap this up anything you'd like to share uh, with the folks if you could just leave them with with one thought the one thought I would say and I'll probably get phone calls about it but <laughs> <laughs> no matter what your journey is God is with you through it yeah. all Yes. Every moment of every day. Yes. And I've heard it recently said, and I know that not everyone's Christian, and I know that not everyone is in this, but right. if you could re imagine the most powerful and amazing and caring and loving person you ever met in your life. Yeah. And you were in a foxhole in a war. And yeah. you were covered over and you did not out and you did not see any hope. And that amazing, wonderful person came and jumped into your foxhole. Yeah. To stay yeah. with you through your moments yeah. and say, I'm here for you. And your body is not the most important. You are. Yes. Yes, that that would be you are not alone with the people that love you and you are not alone with the people who have left you. Yeah. And if you just remember that string that attaches you to everyone. Yes. Then your situation 
and your journey will be much easier. Because the journey is never alone. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, so, so beautifully put. So beautiful. Even, even when you feel like you're alone, you're not, there's, you're not, yeah, you're not. I've, I've been in my experience in life. I've been in a deep, dark hole. And I still remember saying to somebody, I said, I feel like I'm in a deep, dark hole and the sides of the hole are loose dirt and I can't climb out. Yeah. And I see everybody up at the surface and I can't get them to come down because the hole is too small. Yes. And I don't see the rope. Wow. And it's like that that is a normal feeling. Mm-hmm. But it is a lie. Yes. Yes. Cuz you're not alone. You just feel alone. And it's okay to feel alone. That's normal. Right. But when you close your eyes and you realize that the most amazing and most powerful person and most loving person you've ever known is right there. Yes. Then hopefully you find the strength to go on. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's beautiful. That's just very, very well very well said and and we want to let folks know that you know we're here for you um no yes. matter where you're listening yeah. to us um we hold a monthly support group and because of this environment we've taken that support group um virtual and if you are anywhere anywhere in the world for that matter i don't care where you've come upon listening to us um you know we're here to offer support for you and um, just, just know that there are people here that want to help you and want to offer, offer a shoulder, you just someone to listen. So just as you go through your journey, just know that. Um, so Dr. Rossman, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this has been just been a wonderful, wonderful talk and I, I appreciate it so much. And thank you for all that you do for the cancer patients here in our area. I thank you. You know, I love my people. I know you do. I know you do. And that's, that, that'd be my parting word of advice to those who are new to this journey. Find a doctor who does care about you. Find a doctor that you're not just a number, but that is going to get in the fight with you. And I'll say there's a lot more doctors that fit that bill than yeah. Then the you're just a number, but having the right team around you um, in in the medical realm is just so so invaluable. And I just appreciate appreciate what you do do for our patients here. So, but we're um, until next time, we're gonna let you all have a wonderful day, and we'll look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks so much for joining us today for the Semi Colon Club podcast. See you next time.